Hey listeners, this is your host, Brother X. Uh, I've come to you guys before today's episode, and I wanted to just make sure I put the disclaimer out here. Nothing crazy happened in today's episode, but I want to make sure that it's clear that all views and opinions that are expressed in this week's discussion are of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Truth and Transparency podcast. With that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. Right, guys and welcome back to another episode of the truth and transparency podcast with your host brother x and the cultured scientist and yes listeners if you listen back to last week's episode you notice that i actually had to go back and pick her up from dave and busters so if you want to know what i'm talking about go listen to last week's episode it involves pot stickers it's hilarious good time for everybody all right so here on the truth and transparency podcast we talk about everything in between we talk about why people can't get right why apparently um, people learning how to frisk kiss in the mouth by their mamas. Jones. You also got people wanting to um they 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 weren't they're were tired of the um the regular bubble guts, so they decided to try out some um, wings from a certain bell restaurant. So they wanted to get the bubble guts supreme, as well as apparently people are robbing are robbing people and hiding the, the products in their um pussy pockets. Yeah, I'm just going to let that one sit there for a second. Um, but yeah, so here on the Truth and Transparency Podcast, we are on seven different podcasting platforms. We are over 1,900 plays, almost on the road to 2,000 plays across all the platforms. So please continue to run those numbers up. We really do appreciate it. We'll, we also have our social media that you can always hear at the end of the episode. So listen up for that. And um, before we go any further, we just want to say thank you for all that. Um, first and foremost, um, culture scientists, you want to say anything? Say anything to the guests for the new year? Oh, I'm engaged. That's right, listen. She's finally back. I, I finally was able to get her to take to stop dragging her hand across the floor with the giant rock that I bought her for her. Across the floor. Oh, I got you. See, I'm trying to give you a compliment. I thought like at first, like you thought I was like, I was doing something dangerous. I would have said that. <laughs> but yes, we are engaged. Um you want marry y'all. So we are podcasters in love, podcasters in wedlock. Um, so any any anything you want to share with the listeners? Because this is the first time they're hearing from you since the proposal. I'm just very happy. I was surprised. Okay. I mean, I wasn't like, didn't know nothing, but I was surprised. <laughs> the way that you said, you're cute. <laughs> and then you said it. This is cute. It was hilarious. When I hear the sound back from the recording, it's hilarious. It's really cute, though. We might have to turn that into a sound bite. Uh, please don't. <laughs> Mr. Smith, you know what to do. <laughs> we have the audio. We have the power and the technology. We got a little bit of a budget this year. All right. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a blessing. We're actually able to talk about it. I'm glad that you're here back on the episode. And without further ado, I would be remiss if I didn't introduce AKA Big Ears McGee. The person AKA who's stuck with us. Forever. And ever. And ever. And ever. My man can smell blue crabs from a mile away. My man has consumed over his entire body weight of body armor. Doug Dimadone, the satin, <laughs> the satin do-rag assassin. 
Michael Blackson's long distance brother-in-law. My man's got the crispiest of hairlines. Him and Michael Smith go for the battle. My man can win a headbutt battle with Tory Lanez. Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. <laughs> okay. I was good until you brought up Tory Lanez. I got to give you, that was a good one. I was not prepared for that one. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, anywho, it's your favorite feds, favorite fed, Mr. Smith, also known as the soundbite poppy, also known as Mr. And uh, as Brother X said, want to thank you guys for all the listens, the plays, the subscriptions, the comments. Uh, please reach, keep reaching out to us. We want to continue to produce this and just want to close the book on a topic that we brought up last week regarding Antonio Brown. Originally, it was going to go back and forth between, oh, he needed the catches or, oh, he's injured. Ladies and gentlemen, the lie detector determined that man is injured per se, but it was about the money. And it was about the fact that he didn't think he was going to get his eight catches and 55 yards and a touchdown within a game and a half. Although Tom Brady ended up going back in the game when the game was already over this past week, just the one pass to Gronkowski for a 500K bonus. So make it make sense. But if I may quote Chisel Adonis, enough. From the cloud. Hey, that's facts, man. So, listeners, we're actually going to go ahead and get into our first segment of the pot. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Wait, yes. I forgot. So, now that you two are actually here. Yes. Can you go through how you felt during the time that you were doing the proposal? What was going through your mind, the nerves? Talk to the people. I, I was about to say, well, listeners, my knees weak, my palms are sweaty. I had eaten some of my mom's spaghetti. I was nervous, but I was calm. The drop bumps were the Eminem, but I'm not. <laughs> um, honestly, I was a nervous wreck. I had a gambit of emotions. Um, I don't know if she's gonna be mad if I say this, but we almost got into a whole argument that morning of, like a serious one. <laughs> But we powered through it and we worked through it and we communicated like good functioning adults who have therapy. Yeah, yeah, but I mean sometimes we we if we being transparent, sometimes they take they take a couple of days to get right, but we usually come back to the middle, regress to the mean, as some would say. Um, but the whole day I was just nervous that someone was gonna spill the beans. Because for those who have not listened to the episode, please listen back to it because we kind of talk about it. Um I actually had this planned out for a hot minute and I had to basically set up her getting her nails and toes done. And I had to make sure that it was the most obscure and out of the way people shout out to um, Lady Lady C. She was on a podcast episode from last year. And then you had, um, oh gosh, she's going to kill me. But shout out to, you know who you are. I appreciate you. Thank you. Catrice. Shout out to Catrice as well because they helped set it up because that was like a couple months out. So basically helped make sure that, oh, they're just going to do a girls night. They hadn't talked to each other in a while, hadn't hung out because of, you know, the panorama. Um, but they got together and they ended up going to get their nails and toes done. And then y'all had a whole little girls night, right? So they went down to eat, had all this stuff. And you want to tell, can you tell them what the funny part about that whole time going out to eat was? So somehow we were ended up on the topic of marriage. One of the friends just started talking about it by accident. And then 
I started talking about my suspicions, mm-hmm. of me trying to figure stuff out. Uh-huh. But then, of course, you know, I have told myself a long time ago that regardless of what I feel, what I might think I know, I could also be wrong for two reasons. A, I'm trying to do better of not spoiling any type of surprise. And I've done a pretty good job over these years since the first time that I did that ever. So I might have to tell that as a bonus episode, but we'll get back to that. So I did very, very well. And then secondly, Brother X likes to mess with me. Oh, it's fun. It's part of the um, now fiance package. So I get the deluxe version now. I knew like most women, usually they have some inkling mm. that it's coming, but they have no, not a clue of how, when, and where, and all those things. So the day of, did you think something was going to happen? I mean, it crossed my mind, but then you told me to call off on the 27th. Oh. So that also, that crossed my mind then. Uh-huh. Ah. So you didn't have any other feelings or anything? So you didn't notice when I got down on one knee to go to act like I'm I was not, the, Okay. Why is that's a stupid question? I'm so sorry to all of everybody listening. When a man gets down on his knee, I yes, automatically in that moment, usually the woman the woman knows, okay? That's a, stop asking people that question. You didn't know when he got on his knee. That's the most question I got. When he got on his knee. Did you know? No, I ain't know. Yes, I knew at that moment. At first, I did think you were trying to get some on the floor, but then you you weren't, you slid real fast into position. Well, well the floor was a little dirty. I'm you not saying that it was bad. I was excited and happy. I know I didn't say you said it was bad. You sounded like I'm 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 questioning but you I, like you on trial. Because you're looking at me like that. You are the only person in this room with me. I have to look at you. I give you eye you contact at, when we're you talking. Can look at, you can look at Mr. Smith. But I'm giving attention to the person that's speaking. All I'm saying is. Uh-huh. Yes, when you like were officially facing me, yes, I figured it out. Ah. But you again, you like to play games. Oh, I don't know playing games. Picking on you is a different thing. I don't play games. Yeah, I, I would say he more so just threw smoke screens that you couldn't pinpoint when the date was. Of course, because I'm a nosy person. And anybody yeah. that knows me knows I'm a nosy person. It's not my fault. I'm naturally observant and I pay attention. When you think I'm not paying attention, sometimes I actually am. It's the fun part about me. So I try very hard to just be oblivious. All right, I mean, you do a good job sometimes, but we're not going to talk about that. All <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on. So listeners, again, if you if you want to hear what I, the actual proposal and some of the stuff that we're talking about, please go back to episode. Mrs. Smith, do you remember the number on that one? Uh, I would say it's episode 45. Yeah, 45. So you want to go back and listen to that, run the numbers up on that. Um, and Again, we may tell more stories. Oh, yes. I will say, for those that have asked, did I cry? Yes, I did cry. But I cried once I turned around into his arms and nobody can see me cry. Thank you very much. Yeah, you got to be a thug nugget. No, I'm a natural crier. So, you know, I needed my own time. Okay, thug nugget. All right. And also, um, real quick, I just got to say this on the podcast. I don't know if I've already said it before. Shout out to Mrs. Smith. For those who are on the live stream that we did the proposal, do not give him any grief it was my phone it was my internet it was in our house i was suspect of that i was like what is he doing like for those who gave him grief please let it go it was not intentional why would we disrupt the right part right when well you know what we'll save that for those who actually saw the live stream yep (laughs) (laughs) all right so now we're going to move on to our first segment which is now mind you 
Listeners, if you are a listener for the first time, now mind you, it's a segment of the podcast where we talk about things that we find interesting or that in a Black person's story, when they say, now mind you, it is a key or vital part in their story, which is almost like a plot twist or a changing in the narrative that allows you to get the true point of what the conversation or the story was about. So this first one, um, the title of it's actually going to be pretty simple. Partying passengers stuck in Mexico after airline declines to fly them home. Let's listen to why they are being stuck in Mexico. Partiers drinking, dancing, and vaping captured in videos from a pre-New Year's charter flight to Mexico. The images on social media have prompted attention and outrage after a report in the Journal de Montréal, including from the Prime Minister. And it's a slap in the face to see people putting themselves, putting their fellow citizens, putting uh, airline workers at risk by being completely irresponsible. Transport Canada is now investigating. It was a Sunwing flight that took the partiers, including Quebec influencers and reality TV stars, to Cancun, but the airline has now cancelled their flight home. In a statement, Sunwing said the passengers' behaviour was unruly and contravened several Canadian aviation regulations as well as public health regulations. The airline said it provided conditions for the return flight, but that the group didn't accept them. But some say they did not misbehave. The people in this video say they were on the flight, but that they were not among the rowdy ones. We were part of a group, she says, but we never could have known the flight would degenerate the way it did. Rules are made for everybody. This pilot and researcher wonders why the pilot didn't stop the flight to remove those passengers and to be able to continue with those one who are respecting the rules and want to do it, and if not, just end the flight over there. The organizer tweeted that he's taking this seriously. I will take a moment to sit down and rethink everything, especially how I can do things better next time. The travelers could now have a hard time getting back home. Other airlines, Air Transat and Air Canada, say they won't fly them, and the federal transport minister says the passengers could face fines of up to $5,000 for each offense. Alison Northcott, CBC News, Montreal. So it's giving me guilty by association vibes. So it's giving me I'm above my actions. So it's giving me um, this ain't a panini bread out here. It's giving me pass me the hookah. Is giving me, uh, I don't care about other people's well-being. Uh, it's giving me, why are you so close on this plane? Coach of Scientists, any thoughts? So is that the flight going down to Mexico? No, it's a flight coming back. And so mm-hmm. like... Mm-mm. I'm sorry, the other way around. Yeah. It was the other way around. It's flight going to Mexico. On the flight going down. Mm-hmm. The, their, 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 their return flight right. was canceled. Correct. Mm-hmm. Basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they decided to act rowdy on the plane. Uh-huh. One. Right. Two, not wear the mask, basically. The mask restriction. Oh, yeah, that was the last thing on day mind. Just just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the airline had a mask restriction for public health concerns, correct? Yes. Even though it was a charter plane, yes. Okay, okay. So two, I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Okay. Because it is a charter plane. Okay. And I'm assuming that everybody on that plane is for that group, correct? Sounds like it from what, it, from okay. what they said. So theoretically, the only people that they technically put in true danger is number one, themselves, of course. Okay. 
and the staff, correct? That's the first thing. Okay. So, like, my automatic reaction is, well, good, stay in Mexico. You shouldn't have been doing that. Okay. But my logical brain is also like, well, there's a better way they could have probably handled that instead. It's like, fine, you can come back, but you are mandatory to be quarantined here. And you can be fined for the rowdiness that you caused on the plane. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not like they were disturbing. So I'm trying to understand, was it causing a disturbance to the pilot? Well, I'm sure, well, it's one of those things like, I would, treat okay. it, I would say treat it like an Airbnb. If you get guidelines and expectations you that are communicated it. to you, by the owner or the person in charge and you don't abide by them and you are purposely doing this and you are putting this on where it can be seen by said person then you are purposely violating the rules and guidelines that were put into place this is true they should have probably i know they probably provided the liquor right so they probably shouldn't have i don't even know if it was provided by the the, the charter plane. oh i'm not even talking about the charter plane. Are you talking i'm about talking this? about the people so what the charter plane should have did was say you have to have these and before they got on that plane they checked everything on them bags well i mean you can check the bags too but it doesn't necessarily it still gets for me you and i have traveled before with um on airlines with masks and do you understand how stringent they are about these things and mind you it looks like they're at a club uh a certain location in raleigh durham raleigh north carolina that has music on it um, if you know, you know. Yes, coach scientist. I think what is bothering us most uh-huh. is the fact that we are what we try to be considerate people, right? And we try to be mindful of what, like, the bigger picture, especially not like every single thing, of course, but like COVID. Yes, <laughs> you know, be mindful right. of other people. You're not. You can't necessarily be always protected. Mm-hmm. But you can do, try to do your best. And these people clearly did not do their best mm. <laughs> at all. Very true. Miss uh, Smith, I'm going to let you go before I say what else I have to say. Go ahead. So for me, I'm just tripping out the fact that, number one, how the hell did they get those big-ass bottles of liquor through security? That, that's just, just, I mean, you know, you talking airport security that tosses a uh, 16.7 fluid ounce of water out your bag. But I see you do with a big ass bottle of gray goose secondly how did you get the hookah on the damn plane because you you, you should definitely be fine for it yeah like you it said on there you cannot smoke on an airplane it's like how the hell did you pull that off and then thirdly it just more so screams to the complete irresponsibility of everyone that's on the well the influence our influencers i should say that were on that plane and so, like, even the host of it that said, you know, I will take a moment to sit down and rethink everything. My nigga, no, like, that should have been done beforehand. Right. You know, like, all right, if you're going to, if you, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm speculating here. If, if this was for, like, oh, we're going to do some content creation in Cancun or whatever, you mean to tell me you couldn't have waited from the time you get from Canada to Cancun, which is probably, what, four four and a half hours and then you have all the time in the world to do what you want to do so why would you put it at risk and then the next thing i say to that is if you're going to do that why did you put it on camera like i i don't think i'm saying like why i would not put that on camera for a play because if you already know you're breaking the rules all the FBI or or any uh you know local authority has to do is just look at it and be like, oh yeah, there's a person that's a that's a 
passenger seat 34D, whose video was recording everybody in the middle of the stands. So you're breaking the seatbelt law. You're breaking the smoking law. You're breaking liquid law. Like there's so many different like fines and variations that have gone off on this this one clip. And the fact that it's like, hey, y'all stupid enough to do that shit. Y'all can stay in Cancun. And then I feel bad for the three ladies that were talking like, we were on the plane, but that wasn't us. But it's like, I had mixed feelings. On one end, I'm like, damn, I'm looking at like the kindergarten class and you're the three people that actually did the work and everybody else in the back was just like throwing paper balls around. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I kind of feel like this also could have been almost expected because of who was put on this special plane. Uh, And then lastly, I just, people, this pen, this, this, Panic at the disco is not going to get any better with this dumb shit. Like, we're going to keep oh. getting variants because of this shit. Like, yo, just, just, like just, we got, you know. we got the flu Rona out here. We got a potential uh, Delta Omicron um, Transformer Decepticon variant out here. Like, give me one second, close eyes. One point I do want to make is that I'm aware from some of our friends who are from another country because I think another piece of a reason why they're hitting so hard on it. If these were influencers who were traveling back to the United States, they might have been able to get around with it because, you know, the United States doesn't know how to handle a pandemic whatsoever. But for our friends and people that we know that are from the country of Canada, they don't play. Like, yes, they have universal health care, correct? I believe so. Or at least... Their health care is a lot better than ours. I know that's for sure. This is what every television show says. Yes. So excuse uh, excuse our ignorance, but they already have health care and they're very stringent about testing as well as being vaccinated. So if they're they're saying, nah, this ain't it, Chief, you got to stay down there. That means that either your fact, your information isn't in order or they're not going to have take the chance of you becoming super spreaders. Because it like any on any charter plane, you say I would assume maybe you get maybe about a hundred people. Granted, maybe maybe not as big, maybe like fifty to hundred. I would say. Give or take, I mean, yeah. I don't have that type of money. I mean, Mrs. Smith might, but we ain't got that <laughs> money to charter planes. Um, okay. But yeah, so I think that's another piece to it. Um, other scientists. I was gonna say we're not saying don't go out and have fun. We're not saying don't go live your life, but just you know be a little bit more mindful. That's it. Think about the things that you're doing before you do it. And then the other thing with the man said about he'll take the time to think about it next time. Sir, you might not have a next time. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think you'll ever be able to charter a plane again. I don't I, I don't think you're going to have a business after this because these people are stuck in Mexico because you did not enforce the rules for them. So, yes, they're in trouble. But you, User. you, sir had the most sole responsibility in this. About so you, you the contract. will be going down. About so you're going to be selling oranges with Abuela at the, at the local stand. Just that. Mr. Smith, go ahead so we can go ahead. Yep, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. You know, and, and this is really so far for all those captive folks that came in our year, you're gonna understand what I'm gonna say next. You know what this kind of sounds like? This sounds like the last of the Alpha Cab before we had to rename it and i'm using air quotes and you can kind of catch what i'm saying with uh, that <laughs> alpha cab aka the black and gold experience yep. <laughs> aka we cannot hang out in the state of virginia anymore for this event 
we the entire state the entire state which is crazy uh all right so we're going to go and move on we actually have another story for you um so there's a lot of things you know we can we got to start off the year with a um trip actually we got to go out west shout out to the homie um drewski um we're actually out west in uh california venice to be uh specific so um there's a young lady who decided to um, rob a, a convenience store um, and decided to do it in a very unique way. Um, this is my play the clip. Alrighty. Now 11, danger at the drugstore. Cell phone video here. It's going viral showing a woman police say was shoplifting at a Venice Rite Aid carrying a giant pickaxe on her shoulder, threatening workers and customers, which makes it a robbery. At one point, that woman walks up to a register and starts yelling incoherently at a cashier. As startled shoppers look on, the woman then walks over to the alcohol section of the store, fills the rolling basket with bottles of liquor, and then walks out, setting off alarm bells. The LAPD now investigating that bizarre incident. Culture scientists, your thoughts. Was she drunk? Is she mentally ill? Was she on something? Where did she get the pickaxe? Why does she have the pickaxe? Why was that her weapon of choice? Mm -hmm. Um, I have a lot more. First off, why Rite Aid? Why are you threatening them? Do you have no money? Were they were they trying to attack you? Like for real, lady? Um, I believe she wanted to play Fortnite in real life, is why she had the pickaxe. That's the first thing. Secondly, she, she didn't get no ice cream. Why you ain't get no ice cream? Why you at riding? She on the liquid diet. She got all that wine. Who you wine and, and now, ice mind cream you, because you know they don't got real liquid at a ride. You're forgetting. You're not on the on the East Coast. The West Coast is more. I'm likely. not on the East Coast. I am on the East Coast. Where this story is taking place on the West Coast. Okay. Which some places, such as Las Vegas, have sections where they sell hard liquor. Okay. Fair enough that you have a good point. But um, first and foremost, my question is, um, she out here playing Oregon Trail by take about two slabs of bison back on her carriage. Like, ma'am. What else was she shot? Like, right there, that stance right there was mm. like, yeah, I got this. Well, ma'am, like, she is handling this thing like she is an extra character from a Mortal Kombat game. Did they catch her? Nah, man, she's the so hit. So how? Because she's wearing all that black. They can't how? see her. How, but for real, how you not see a person with a pickaxe? Did she have a car? How did she get away? Did she walk to this take the bus? No, nah, she had a wagon with two horses. Listen. Uh-huh. Is she homeless? Did she say, you know, F everybody else. They don't want to give me food. I'll go take care of business my damn self. No, nah, no. Nah, she has a tenant and has a campfire that she goes back to. Is she a hobo? No, nah, no. Nah, I don't think a hobo. She might be a hitchhiker. No, nah, she a minor. She might be a minor 49er. Shout out to Scooby-Doo. Wow. She, she came all the way from the desert. Mm. Marched in. Mm. Nobody stopped her. Oh, yeah, no, With no, a no, pickaxe. No, no, no. She had to take... Like, and what you don't see, she got, she got on the black... No, she got on some Adidas, I think. She, but you know what, though? Mm. You know what? Uh-huh. She was respecting the public health initiative. She, she got her wrap on, which makes it, you know, slightly easier to rob. But just say. I mean, she also did stay six feet apart. I mean, you I know, mean, respect to that part. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Mr. Smith, you have any thoughts? <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I follow that. Um, I mean, you pretty much just said majority of what I wanted to say. The main thing I was thinking to myself is like, like culture scientists said, you walk in with a pickaxe, 
if you don't get your mind cracked and head ass the fuck up out of here, like what is happening right now? You Why I'm the long distant cousin of John, John Henry Irons help ass? Did she swing? Because they said that they threatened her. So like I know some people, you know, who are brave. And they're like, I'm gonna fight this off. If they really try to like keep coming, did she swing? Because nobody got that part on video. No, I think I think it was just verbal. But I really want to get back to what you stated uh, about the stance because <laughs> what kind of boss you gotta have to go to the uh, to go right. to the talent and be like, hey, so um, is your wine in aisle six or aisle seven with a big ass pickaxe on your back? And then if I'm the worker. What do you say that it's like, girl, you ain't gonna believe what happened to work. What happened? So I was just sitting there minding my business. I was just ringing up some people. And then the next thing you know, this girl with a pickaxe says, hey, is your wine in aisle seven or aisle eight? Girl, I ain't know what to say. I was like, weave is in aisle 10, but then the wine is also on aisle six. <laughs> she out here looking like one of the, the, the seven drawers from Snow White. Just, uh, just, yeah. Hi, I hope. Did she <laughs> No, she just got nothing but liquor. Got it and walked right on out. Um, and listeners, if you are wondering, black people, we got to hold down on this one. She is black. Unfortunately, but it's it, it is rare. It is rare. But even when I, we, even when we are in the wrong, we are excellent in being wrong. Because don't nobody else have a story about <laughs> robbing a place with a pickaxe. Shout out to Black Excellence. Like, I'm trying, like, going back to the stance, though, I need y'all to understand. She is leaning on the counter. Like, she got time. Like she in no type of rush. Like yeah, like she all right. But um, shout out to the people who were standing in line that literally saw this happen. They just watched. Now mind you, there was a I, I think it was, it was a quick slight showing. I think there was one black dude who just had his mask on, saying it was like, nope, just nope, ain't my business. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm not trying to be a hero. And I think, I think I'm not even sure. I think there might be a, uh, another black gentleman who has on army. I forget a branch of the military. Uh, Uniform on. Nope, I'm sorry. I, I missed that. I, 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 bro. No. The, the people that just are looks just like, looking like, at them at her like, what? Like, dog, why are you buying lotto tickets when I'm trying to leave? Uh, we, are, we are notorious for minding our own damn business. As soon as we see, oh, lady, you on. can't do that. You say minding our own. You. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the old white man also mind his business. He stood there. He said, I ain't messing with you. Yeah. He was like, he's like, you know what? Oh, pickaxe. Like, you know, you legit got Legit in a line. Two people in the line just standing there looking like, mm, what? Oh, right. Is she gone? Can we buy our stuff now? All right. Yeah, let me go and get a white owl. Great. Like, what happened? <laughs> let me get a pack of cool wrists. <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. And listeners, we want to actually have one more story for you guys. I mean, the culture scientist is going to put her newscaster voice on because you know we got to go to um go to the six talk about um the light skinned poppy, the man who thinks he's every nationality, um Canada's uh, very own Drake. So, our culture scientist, are you ready to um? Oh, I'm sorry, she's getting ready. She's getting her 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 announcer voice. While she is doing so, I need you to understand. Um, this man got on a nice jacket, though. I think it might be some nice raccoon, uh, uh, a vintage yeah. 2020 raccoon, very furish. Let's do shark. But he use, he's doing the alpha classic with the turtleneck, with the one chain with no emblem on it. And he probably got on, it's a Pico. I think, uh, Coach of Scientists, are you ready? I am. I'm going to say something that has nothing to do with this. Going back to the proposal thing, I will say, Brother X looked fine. In his outfit yeah, it is. of the evening. Yes, sir. 
Just I just have to say that. Yes, sir. With a turtleneck and like he was an all black with a nice brown peak coat. He was very fun. Yes. All right, yes, I'm sir. done. Yes. You know, he put on his best light skin. You know, I was gonna say, don't worry. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm get you some candy later because you your money's in the mail. All right, <laughs> size, go ahead. <laughs> Since we were talking about Drake, you know, uh, allegedly, Drake and the IG model allegedly, okay, I'm sorry. Let me, no, 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 it, it's, it's word of word. Oh, yeah. okay. It's not you this time. Allegedly met up on Instagram. First off, how do you meet up on Instagram? You mean it goes down in the DMs? You mean you chatted in the DMs? Yes. I'm sorry. And the two decided to link up a a few weeks ago. The model and Drake had a romantic encounter, and what happened next was well crazy after the party they went to his hotel they smoked weed for a bit and he asked her if she wanted to have sex oh no first off does he have to ask yes because then it's important i do agree but i'm also okay can't catch a case they must say read the next read the exact next sentence she said he was very intent on ensuring Things were consensual. Oh, you're such a gentleman. They have no trace songs out here, but we're not talking about that. They started with a bit of foreplay. He rubbed and sucked her titties for a bit. Really? Why we have to know all that? He then went to the bathroom and came out with the condom on. She said he was about seven inches thick and cut. They fucked for about 20 minutes. He mostly hid it from the back and eventually came inside the condom. Immediately after, he went back into the bathroom and disposed of it. She fished the condom out of the trash, untied it, and put it in the opening and put the opening end into her vagina. Boy, was she in for a surprise. She said it felt like it poured hot lava into her pussy. She screamed and Drake ran into the bathroom. She admitted that she, oh, he admitted he poured a packet of hot sauce in the condom to kill the sperm. Now the Instagram model is threatening to sue Drake. First off, lady, First off, lady. Oh, oh, no, 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 put the footstool down first. Put the footstool down first. You do not have a right to sue this man because you went into the bathroom and stole his sperm. Okay? You stole. You stole this man's sperm. So she robbed a sperm bag. Basically. You you knew what you was doing, little Instagram model. You described all in detail. You knew. You're just mad that you got burned. Get it? Listen. Ah, I see what you did there. It's not. He's not a dumb man. He's not. He's probably gone through this multiple times. He said, "Oh hell no, fuck that. We are not getting it down this rabbit hole anymore." He. This is his new thing that he does. I'm going to make sure you ain't gonna get my sperm. You didn't want to return to Adonis. Let me see the second coming. <laughs> Mr. Smith, go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, hey, I'm here. I'm here on Thursdays and Fridays. <laughs> wow. I have no words for bu- that. And matter of fact, for the culture scientists as well. Just just both of y'all got some coins. <laughs> Wait. You did dumb dumb? You yeah. did dumb dumb? 
so teachers i hope this teaches all you no offense if you're not a hoe remember if it does not apply to you do not take offense but all you instagram hoes out there and other hoes out there that are trying to trap these rich people i hope this taught you a lesson this time make sure he come inside you not in the garden because you don't know what he might do i'm done so um what i have learned oh no i'm sorry mr smith go ahead i'm gonna uh, share your piece um uh, so one didn't even know that by his size, but teach his own. Two I had to read it because you told me not to. Why are you turning behind the scenes? Because it was funny. Okay, carry on. <laughs> uh two, I'm not gonna lie, this is genius as hell. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like my, my nigga is, like he is a light skinned skeletor. <laughs> I'm team Drake on this one, especially if he asked to make sure. I mean, if it's true that he made sure it was, I mean, consented, I'm assuming it's true because why would she lie about that part? Mm-hmm. Just saying, especially like, after he burned like, my man, my man Drake is a light skinned Thanos. Mm. I, I so, see that. I want to know. Hold on. Oh, we got to let Mrs. Smith share his piece. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're so excited. Um, No, so it's it's genius because, one, I can kind of see the logic in using hot sauce to kill the sperm. But two, it's like, if they even try this stuff, oh, they're going to be in for a surprise. And boy, was she. I've never seen... I, and then to make matters worse, we live in a society where as soon as something doesn't go right, oh, I'm going to sue you. Man, for what? You went into... You... If there was a chance of consensual pregnancy, he would not have used the condom. You guys would have agreed to that. You communicated to make sure it was consensual. You used the condom, which means you don't want to get pregnant. You don't want to have any kids. You don't want to get any STDs. And then you were the one that went behind his back and without proper communication consent to fish the condom out and put it in you. So where's the lawsuit? If I'm a judge, I'm throwing that thing out. I don't know, man. Maybe for damage, maybe for like bodily damage, but like it ain't gonna be a lot. Well, so I have so I have some questions. One, so does Drake keep his hot sauce under the 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 bathroom sink with his um flow like like the Windex and the um Lysol and the Clorox wipes? Mm -hmm. Um and I need to know, was it Texas Pete? Or what is was his Frank's red hot because he put that shit on everything apparently. I was I kept thinking I got hot sauce on my bag. Sweat. I just keep thinking about that part. Apparently she has hot sauce in her pocket pussy. Yes. Mrs. Smith, go ahead. Um, does her <laughs> pussy now look like a pocket pussy? No, no, no. There can she say that her pussy is fuego? And where is it caliente? Y'all are gonna make me have to edit all of this. Did I don't like now? either of you. Did right it actually now. burn? Like did I it think, burn? I did think it, it was one of those. <laughs> oh my god. Um I got nothing. I got nothing. I really don't have anything. Listen, I believe we have broken <laughs> Mrs. Smith. <laughs> it only took three episodes since the new year. I just I'm just I'm just, you know, perturbed. Very... I'm perturbed because I really want to know now. Because again, I really think the only thing she could possibly win 
possibly is medical bills. And I don't think that's going to be a lot. And I hope she already had a child at once because I hope it didn't ruin, like, you know, how it might come out now. I right, Mrs. Smith, go ahead and cue the Tom, the Tom one for this. Um, <laughs> so if she doesn't and she has a child, would the child come out a redhead? Oh, will they have freckles? You know what? Like, I'm so going to bleep this. Because, because oh, it's just God. a little bit of hot sauce. Right, because you know you get the residue, the, yeah. The residue, right? Right. And then when the when they're fighting to get to the egg, they mm. got to break, so she's pouring it, so they have to go through the hot sauce, right? And it might be the, for, like, you know, whatever got down there, you know, the hot sauce decided to stick to the sides. And now when the child come out, they got freckles. These are the questions that myself and the culture scientists must know. Or... Or uh-huh. when, like, the the other sperm mm-hmm. from a different person right. after this, it goes and it, like, rubs up against the skin by accident and mm-hmm. it catches the old hot sauce freckles. Right. And then it goes and, in, and it inseminates and, like, oh, there comes a fertilized egg. Mm-hmm. And then it develops. That's how it gets freckles. Ah. Thank you for your scientific analysis. What is <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> I told you get the time to stay up ready because I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew where I was going and I needed to go ahead and put the disclaimer out there. Sometimes it's how my brain works, people. I'm sorry. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. I got no, I, again, I got nothing just uh, ladies. Let this be a lesson. What might not be, what might be an icon, it might not be what you want. Yeah. I'll ask another question. Was the, okay, for real though, like, Kind of, not for real, but for real. How do you not notice the hot sauce? Because hot sauce is red, bitch. Like what? First and foremost, what does that say about, you know what? No, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm, I'm about to say, please, please. I'm going to I'm, I'm make you work hard enough on this. Did he, did he use a hot sauce packet or a hot sauce bottle? I think they said packet. So, so, he, so, he, so he, he went into the bathroom. He ate a two-piece. He went he into the bathroom to put the condom on. Right. Mm-hmm. He made sure before he left out, he had he had the Trojan or the Duralax, or I guess apparently he might have the um so the Magnum. It, so is so and then he had the hot sauce packet right by it. Like he lined up was like, oh yeah, I got something for her ass. Nah, he keep them bitches in the wallet right next to the condom. I don't think that's sanitary. I didn't say it was. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because my question was, they were, you know, they were fooling around. Right. So then he, he was still had on clothes, so he must have still had on his pants. Well, I mean, because how did you get into the, well, yeah, how did you get into the bathroom with the condom and the hot sauce? Did you bend over by the bed and grab something before you no, went? No, 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 no. The hot sauce was in, was on it, was in his clothes. And his clothes was in the bathroom. Okay. So when he went back in, Took the condom off. He took out a packet of hot sauce. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna kill this bird because I ain't have no more children. At least not with this random girl. And the girl was like, I mean, my question is, what made him think? Oh yeah, hot sauce. Well, granted, obviously, we we all agreed that hot sauce would definitely destroy any chance of sperm. But what made him think? Yeah, this would be a good idea. Although I get the intent, I don't think that's rich, scientifically proven. He's a rich rapper who who has been who has been in different situations before. So you're telling me that he's done this more than once. I, I, You know what? I feel like so. And all them other girls that it probably has happened to, they were probably like, you dumb girl. You don't sue now. So you're telling me he went back to back. Wow. Moving wow. forward. Yeah, right. go, go on. We're actually going to need a little bit of a palate cleanser. 
we're actually going to go ahead and get into our first Black Business Highlight of the year. Um, today's Black Business Highlight is actually going to be an artist. So this artist is actually goes by the name of Covert Artist. And this gentleman is actually a phenomenal, he does hand-painted streetwear that reveals your inner creator. And he has a multitude of different things. His, his, his um, IG will be in the show notes. Although he is not taking any order requests right now, he has a phenomenal set of different apparel items that he has done in the past. And what I wanted to highlight about this young gentleman, first and foremost, he is a graduate of the illustrious Hampton University, Hampton University, and make sure I say it right. And for that, he actually, along with two other HBCU um, students, one at FAMU and one at Bowie State, was a part of the, let's see, right here. So he was actually a part of a Target store, Nationwide's uh, program where he submitted his design to the HBCU, Target's HBCU design challenge last spring and was selected one of three finalists. So his particular item was called We Rise, which is a really dope, it's like a lot, kind of like a lime greenish uh, hoodie with a, a really dope design where it has the black fist uh, wrapped around a tree. It's a phenomenal design. It's actually really dope. And we'll have that link to Target on there as well as a link to the other artists or the other finalists in the show notes, but definitely check them out. Um, he has really dope work and we always want to support black businesses, especially if they're HBCU students. So shout out to them again, that is Covert Artist and the link to the apparel item will be in the show notes as well. You gonna get one? Probably. Mr. Smith, you wanna get one? Yup. Are right, you paying for ours? Nope. But you got all the money. You just said, you said in the last episode, I, I have an invisible check. So how am I going to pay for your stuff if I don't have no money? Because it gets automatically deposited, duh. That's why it's invisible, duh. See? You're not, supposed, you're not supposed to help him. You're not supposed to help him. <laughs> she, is, she is literally going to be my helpmate. She is my fiance. I know. My bullshit is her bullshit. <laughs> my <laughs> lie is his, is her lie. <laughs> You know this. Whatever. Forever. And ever. And ever. And ever. And ever. Listeners, I wish you could see what the hell I'm looking at right now. I just, just, just why? <laughs> Go on, fool. You love us. Of course. Of course I do. All right. So now that we've had a chance to kind of switch lanes, let's go ahead and get into this week's topic. We got we, we got a nice little, a, a nice short, like a bite-sized topic we want to kind of get into. Um, it's the whole concept of since it is New Year and almost obligatory for almost every podcast, we want to talk about goals for the year. So we want to talk about New Year's goals and we want to get into a couple different things. But first, we want to kind of talk about how do we actually even determine what is going to be a goal for ourselves for that particular year? It doesn't that when you think about that, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that is specific to something that you try to accomplish last year or how like what is your thought process on determining goals? Well, my thought process is always, I mean, in general, it's an ongoing process, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, but like thinking about what you actually want to do and like what you would like to accomplish and why you want to accomplish these things. I think the why is important Okay. to know what, like, if you just have a goal to have a goal, it's not really a good goal then. If you have a goal for, because you want to eat better or you want to be better, there's certain, those are better to think of it that way okay. so writing out or literally looking up 
going to the internet and saying, I care about this. You can even, that's a good way. You can say, why should I care about this? And it will help you figure out why you might care. There's nothing wrong with looking up and having a guidance because without some guidance, I think it's easy to get, to make a too long of a list. It's easy to get jumbled down and all those things. Mm. Mr. Smith? Um, for me, I just kind of look at you, you looking at yourself as an individual person and stating what stuff would I like to accomplish for next year? Like what stuff that I start or haven't started yet that I'm thinking, you know what, I'm actually going to put forth my effort. And of course, each person is going to have their own individual goals that it's not, you know, the normal, hey, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to learn this new language. It's like what specific stuff for yourself that works for you do you want to accomplish? That's the questions that you start asking for determining your goals to me. Mm. I would say, too, is that, well, go ahead, Coach Scientist. I would say part of it also has to do, I think the first step in the whole process is reflection. And ultimately, I think reflection is something that isn't something that happens at the beginning of the year. I believe it is something that for a lot of people, if you go by the, um, American calendar of the 12 months, everything. A lot of times people will take the month of December, that good eight day window between between Christmas and yeah. New Year's. I think the day's right. Excuse math if it's not. Um, but they actually have winter that, break, y'all. Winter break. For those who are you do have a winter break. That's PE though. <laughs> Don't do that. I think most people think of what when people think of winter break, they know like it's usually those weeks right there. Yeah. So in that time frame where you're trying to figure out, you're, you just you have you have this downtime. A lot of stuff is shut down. A lot of businesses are kind of kind of it's a very slow in the business realm or everywhere else. You actually have time to reflect on what actually happened this year. What were the things that you actually did this year? And once you have a good understanding of what you've actually done, I think those are good markers or indicators. Like okay, so in this year, my focus was on X, Y, and Z. So now that I know those are my focus, now let me look. Did I reach what I was trying to do with this particular focus? And then from there, are there other steps I need to be done to continue to further this? Or have I already reached this goal and I need to find another avenue to continue to grow myself? Because I think most goals come from a desire to grow oneself or to improve oneself in a lot of ways. Yes, Coach Scientists? So I just have to put this out there. I am not a fan of the saying new year new me okay i used to like feed into that uh-huh. um but it all it kind of feeds into what you were kind of saying that so it's all about self-reflection so i don't it's not necessarily a new you it's just a revised version it's the same you but like you're growing and you're doing self-reflection and i think Again, most of the time it is during those two weeks of time when you have the time to do it. But again, this doesn't have to happen exactly at the beginning of the, the year. Right. And a lot of times when people set out um, New Year's resolutions, because it is such a thing that it happens, um, this leads into our second point. I think that plays into the pitfalls and the, why people fail. Mm-hmm. at their goals in the beginning of the year so that's why i think i don't feed into the new year new me thing it's okay. a continuous thing it's not a new year new me if i fail at this okay i failed why did i fail i keep failing but i'm gonna keep trying and i think if you keep doing that i'm not even gonna say fail say you have a you set a goal and you fall on a little short of it mm-hmm. or you just keep giving in to your own you you 
you give in to your whims because you it's easier to that okay it's gonna take time to overcome those things and i think if you continuously think about it and continuously try it's better than not trying and waiting to a certain specific time of year to like i'm gonna feel better and that's like I, that's why i don't like it it comes off as a it's, it's the only time to do it. It, so. it, it. It's like, I think it's almost like it becomes more, it's, le- it's less of a goal, but or it's more of a trend. And I would say that a big part of what I think becomes a pitfall of a lot of goal setting or how people end up straying away from it is simply because it starts, it goes from being a goal to being a trend that they see. And we talk about this all the time. Social media is the definition of a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It has the power to create great change, but also has, the power to crush a lot of people's dreams and goals and ambitions because if they're not matching up to what they see on social media in comparison to their peers or people who they look to as a goal or a reference point, whether right, wrong, or different, whether the person wants to be or not, if a person is trying to aspire to look like every IG model on on Instagram and you are trying to have a trying to lose weight because you want to look like them instead of trying to lose weight so that you do not put yourself at risk for certain heart and other health issues, then it becomes less of a goal and more of a trend. And when it becomes a trend, we've seen, we see them in cycles. Prime example, Planet Fitness. The amount, I'm in my time working at Planet Fitness a while back, the trend that I saw every year, no matter what happened, we would have our regulars, all the way up from probably about from about February from March to about um, December, January first rolls around. We see an uptick in sales on memberships for people who have never been in the gym before or reactivating their membership because they want to lose weight because they want to they got a trip or they have someone else they want to go to, which is in itself okay. But ultimately, we used to take not this is being transparent. We used to almost kind of take bets or kind of just notice, like, so how long do you think they're going to take? How long do you think they're going to be here? Because you could tell by the conversations we would have, and there was no substance to what they were trying to achieve. Because we also asked them, what are your goals in order to reach that? Um, Coach of Scientists first. I also want to point out that I'm not saying don't be the new year, new me person. If that's what you want to be, be that person. Own it, be who you are, and that's okay. Um, again, I was in that category mm-hmm. and then I, I've just transitioned out of that category. Um, and again, it can, people, i actually prefer the new year, new me at birthdays instead. Okay. I feel like it's much more meaningful. Okay. Um, in a way, um, the years are also, so like, again, if that's what you want to do, do it, just be truthful with yourself and why you're doing it. And again, um, when you were talking about social media being a double-edged sword, I mean, you know, with full transparency, uh, I don't like, I am a girl. I know I am a girl, but I don't classify myself personally as a girly girl or who's something that's super, super into like all the expectations of what a girl should be doing and be acting. Mm. However, everybody was getting engaged. Everybody, I, all my people I'm seeing, wait, and my birthdays are passing. Hold on. Uh, where are we going with this? I, I'm not in trouble, right? No. Okay, I have to make sure. Okay, continue. And a natural feeling uh-huh. over just normal time is seeing everybody getting there, getting that, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, I want that. Oh, I want that now. Like, I'm not ready for a child. 
but does not mean it does not cross my Hold mind. On. Um, some of our listeners stay out her ovaries. Please stay out my ovaries. My ovaries are mine. Okay. Don't ask me when I'm gonna have a baby. Do I get shared custody since we're getting married? Yes. Okay. But don't ask me when. And don't wanna, you know what? Let me go on my soapbox for a, a quick moment. Okay. In, re- in reference to that type of thing. Uh-huh. There is nothing wrong uh-huh. with being excited or wanting one of your friends or family members to have a baby. Yes. However, mm-hmm. some people are not ready. Some people, you wishing out on people that are not ready is not a good thing because mm-hmm. you're not paying for it. You're not raising them. You're not raising them. And you're not, that you're not taking, and it is a sacrifice. I yes. don't, parenthood is a sacrifice. Yeah. Secondly, some people are struggling to get pregnant right. or that they, they do get pregnant, but they don't get to keep the baby. Mm. Things happen. There's a right. Some people have medical issues. So touching a person's stomach and joking about, oh, are you pregnant? Or every time a person says that they're the nauseous. Get out. Every time a person says, oh, I feel I'm pukis, I'm puking or I'm nauseous all the time, does not mean your, your first answer should not always be, are you pregnant? As a woman who's been asked this multiple times, it is annoying as crap, okay? You know what you should tell them? You know what you should tell them next time? Nah, man, I just had some Taco Bell wings. That's why I'm feeling nauseous. Well, my thing is some people, you know, they don't... They eat Chipotle and they have bad food choices? No, I was going to say, be careful how you... Because I'm a person that's going to say something. You might not you might not like what I'm going to say. That's right. And I did that recently. I did. And the, my response was not a response that most people would like. But you, at, you kept pushing and I answered. Okay. That's right. Um, Hold on. The last part, going okay. back off my soapbox, I was gonna say, with the with the goals and things, mm. you know, it's again, it's okay. Just take a breather. Mm. Remember, it's okay to not compare yourself to everybody else, and remember, you're only human. That's right, Mr. Smith. You had something? Yeah, I just <clears throat> you kind of <clears throat> went into the second point where. A lot of the pitfalls start with you trying to keep up with the Joneses. So, you know, you have like these, you know, sometimes I I might get a little frustrated because I'm looking at these IG fitness gurus who are like all built buff and and, and working out real hard and make it look so easy. And then it's like, but you know, it's not that easy. Um, So, you know, at that point, I just am kind of like, hey, just stick to what works for you and just continue doing what you need to do and you should be fine. You know, often I find, and this is something that I can take from work that I've learned is that, um, I don't know if either of you are familiar with, but it's the concept of SMART goals. It's like an acronym and each acronym has a part in that goes into creating this goal. Like one is, uh, some of the keywords is like one that I've, I, I'll probably put a link to it for definition, or if you want to do some research, you can actually look it up. One of the key things in the in the acronym of SMART goal is it measurable. Ultimately, I think to your point and to all these things about New Year, New Me, and all keeping up with the Joneses is that people aren't specific and make think that's the S part. It's specific, measurable, accurate, and I forget the last two off the top of my head. But basically, what happens is people will make these lofty goals. I want to lose weight, or I want to be better with saving my money. 
Okay, that's great. You can, <laughs> hopes and wishes can get you a cup of coffee and that's it. Shits and giggles. There you go. But ultimately, you have to be very specific. Like, I love the concept of vision boards, but I often see or feel like people who have, who break it down and who are more specific and they write it in detail, these, putting deadlines on it, for some people, that's the accountability or the self-accountability that they need in order to push themselves to get there. Like for me, with this podcast, it was a goal for me to do that for almost an entire year until I put a strong deadline on when I wanted to start and when I need to get stuff and get this started, it didn't happen because I would kick the can down the road or I would come up for reasons for why I didn't want to, for why I couldn't do the goal. Excuse me. Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the time. Well, I need to make sure I know more. A lot of times you have to just get up and actually do it. It's true. And it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, ultimately, once you have these things, you need to write this out in detail because I know often people can be wordsmiths about all the things they're going to do, but when the time's to ante up, they're nowhere to be found. It's almost like, think of it like this way. Everybody wants to go on a trip out of the country, but when it's time to budget, when it's time to pay the, the fee to hold a spot in the hotel, when it's time for you to get the plane tickets on time, when it's time to make sure that you have your, your passport in order, and in our case, make sure that you have your vaccine and all these different things and do everything that's in order. If it makes people who do take their goals seriously question your fidelity and your authenticity for your goals which ultimately that is the biggest challenge for people. You wanna make sure that your goals are authentic to you and not just because someone else said it. And granted, even if you feel like you're all trying to change a new you, ultimately you have to start to question, do you truly have a good understanding of who you are already to begin with? Because if you're always feeling like it's new year, new me, do you even know who you are? That's, um, that, that's something to kind of, kind of mull over a little bit. So. As we kind of as we kind of wrap this and put this in a nice um, box and put a ball on top of it, um, what are some goals that you might actually have for yourself for this year? And do you feel like you have thought them out completely, or are you still in the process of it? I kind of have a, I have my general goals that I'm always trying to achieve. That mm-hmm. I'm always reworking on what would be best and how I would be able to do it. I have. I have goals about eating. I have goals about um, working out, but I do have them like specified. So when it comes to, let's say um, there's, I have some bad habits Mm. that I would like to stop or, but it's not easy necessarily to always stop. So with that one, you, I have to be specific on how can I stop, Mm. make a plan Um, for the goals. It can be literally baby steps for Mm. any goal. Um, so like for me, I specifically, I'm trying to uh, do better with my, with eating and I want to eat more vegetables and things. So I'm looking at ways to incorporate this in, in the most cost efficient way to do it, as well as um, uh, I recently was approached by a study and the study is looking at African-American women 
and how stress, um, our food can all relate and how um, relate to us having cardiac, cardiac disease and things like that. And with that, in general, we are, you know, of the high rate of African-Americans having more of these type of diseases. And these are things I already worried about and I already was concerned about. So they presented an opportunity for me to have a guide to follow along to. Mm-hmm. So that was an easy goal for me. And the only goal, the way I follow that goal is to say, let me um, make sure I attend these meetings. I make sure that I do what was told and do the homework after each time. Because I'm going to be asked in the next meeting, did I do these things? So in a way, I have accountability mm-hmm. each time. So like working out and doing better in that health-wise, I'm, I'm not necessarily trying to lose weight. I'm trying to maintain a healthy diet, like a main, maintain a healthy lifestyle. Mm. And that's what I would, that's my goal. Okay. Um, and then there's like, I have business goals I, I, that I have that I would like to, by the end of this year, um, have it all flushed out better mm. and maybe m- just maybe started but the way i have that is i started these goals last year so mm. the thing with the world aids day mm. um and starting the program at shaw that's those are steps that i'm taking and you know this year i had to write out what's the next step need to send the email you mm. know and it can be as little as that send email today to do lists are my best friend mm. And, and I think that's a big part of it. And I know for me, something is getting back in better habits, getting back into the habits of consistency. Through 2021, a lot of what ended up happening out of necessity, whether it's teaching during the pandemic, whether it is trying to propose to my now fiance, trying to balance two jobs and handle all the pressures of working and finding time for mental health and support for myself. I got out of habits that I had built pretty frequently during, funny enough, 2020. Yeah. And I'm working on getting back in the spirit of that. And a lot of times it's literally just acting upon those things and not giving yourself a chance to mentally talk yourself out of doing something before you have a chance. Like, for example, a very easy way for myself or the culture scientist to do something is if we're supposed to be working out, it is a lot easier for us to make ourselves go to that workout straight after we get off of work than it is to sit at home or get off work, sit at home, get comfortable, take off our shoes, have a little snacky snack because we all love little snacky snacks and literally then go do the thing because by that point, you've gotten comfortable, you're out of that mindset and now you're having to work yourself back up when all actuality, you know working out and doing these things is going to be to your benefit, but ultimately you may not do it because you have now allowed minor things oh well i don't have the outfit that i want to wear don't nobody care what you wear in the gym and if they do they probably in there for the wrong weird reasons um last one and then we're gonna let yeah, smith so basically when i was talking about like health goals for example i have back pain consistently it's mm. annoying it, it varies and it changes periodically on what it wants to do but one of the things is i realize is i can't keep complaining that it hurts And I'm not taking my responsibility of doing what I need to do to fix it. So taking steps to taking care of my back and all that stuff. So like, yeah, that's one of my other goals. Gotcha. All right, Mrs. Smith, what you got? You make make seven figures? You already make six, you know. I mean, 
I mean, I, I need mean, start, start a line of satin do rags like Bow Wow. <laughs> not gonna be Bow Wow, that's for sure. No, uh, for me, I'm trying to be more intentional this year and be more consistent. So, of course, everybody has the workout. I have my I have my specific for like the weight that I want, and then the thing that I do differently is I actually write out like, okay, this is what the goal you want to do. Now, how do you get to that? What steps do you need to take in order to achieve? This goal. So, for instance, uh, one of them was I've started. I started a gaming journey. I think uh, a year and a half ago. It was like May of 2020, and that was basically just for me to, uh, when the pandemic was getting out of hand, and we didn't know if there was ever going to be a vaccine, if we were going to be, we were ever going to get out of being stuck at home. I did it as a way to like keep my mind into the simple things, or take it back to simple times where life wasn't so ridiculous or crazy. Right. And so I done went through all of my uh, Super Nintendo games, my Sega Genesis games, PlayStation 1 and 64, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and Wii. I'm on the PS4 now, and my goal is to have that done by the two-year mark, which is May of this year. And so I think I have maybe like 16 titles left. And how to, and like I'm basically telling myself, okay, for you to hit this goal, you got to hit like two to three games a month, clear it, and then do this. So writing that out to say, like, what games am I going to hit? How, what day am I going to take it? That's how you continuously be consistent with your goal and say, okay, I have a plan and let me execute that plan. So um, Coach of Scientists has a quick question. So is that like your self-care goals? Like, is that a self-care thing to you? Like the, the game? Like but, I- it started off as a self-care one. And so now I'm just making it as a... I want to finish this journey and set a deadline for it. Uh, okay. So, I mean, it's, it's ultimately kind of sounds like you use like, for some people, accomplishing a goal is it's getting a win, where a lot of times we get a, there's a lot of L's that have been handed out over the last two years. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we try to have a lot of W's this year, unlike my Panthers or, or the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. We're both hurting. And it's yes. okay to set goals like that that mm. aren't, big, big, big goals. It can be a small goal. It can be something fine. It can just be, you know, to remember to take a breath. Mm-hmm. Remember to take naps, man. One of my goals for this year is to take more naps with fidelity and not feel bad about it because it's crazy to sound, but I used to feel really bad before I met the culture scientist about taking naps For real, y'all. because I worry about all the things that I have going on that I need to do and learning over the last few years that that stuff's going to be there whether you take a nap or not. Now, mind you, I'm not talking about taking a three-hour nap because that's going to mess up your sleep cycle and you'll be up all night like I do sometimes. But that's beside the point. So ultimately, just finding your way through these things. So tips for you to do, to look at. smart. Look, at, look up the concept of SMART goals, small victories, writing out and making it plain and make it visible where you can see it. I knew one of the things during the pandemic that I did, and this last thing I'll leave you on, was I literally took the first after the first month of the pandemic started, I literally had to write out what are daily things that I need to do to that are goals that I want to accomplish. And if that is something that might sound good to you, do that. And then you can work your way up to a month long goal or a three month period. Because sometimes ultimately setting goals is building proper habits. And when you build proper habits, you see proper results. So with that being said, guys, we're actually going to go ahead and close out this episode. Um, thank you to Mr. Smith and the culture scientists for being on another episode. I'm glad we found all the pot stickers that we needed for the episode and whatnot. Um, 
So if you ever want to get in contact with us on our social media, you can always check us out on the TNT Pod one two three on Twitter. I'm working on getting better at it, but um, Twitter can be unhealthy sometimes. We also have Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook. And if you ever have any topics, thoughts, you want to give us some feedback, like we always love to hear, you can always email us at truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com. And for the culture scientists and Mr. Smith, if this podcast is any, it does not get any bigger than what it is right now, we are forever grateful. And with that being said, guys, we're going to catch you next time. Peace. About the other ones, got the drink and me going back to back. Yeah, going back to back. I got the drink and me going back to back. Yeah, I'm going back to back. I don't want to hear about the seven again.